Well, I can see you boys aren't like the usual hooligans hanging around here. Like these two fellas, uh, Buff, Code, and Beaver. <laughs> Welcome in to another edition of Buff Coat and Beaver. I'm Clay Cunningham, joined as always by Adam Kurtz. And Adam, when we were growing up, kids used to hippity hop all the way to the barber shop. But when you look at the shaggy dudes of the youth these days, it's as if they're jitterbugging right past the salons and right into the crumb bum factory. I'm sorry, but if we're trending in a direction where these cretinous troglodytes are expecting to be paid $15 an hour to give me the privilege of picking their dandruff-riddled, unkempt locks out of my Big Mac, well then go ahead and make my special sauce out of cyanide. Wow. You know, I like the, um... I feel like these openers are critiqued by me immediately afterwards. And one, you always sound like you're going to go into the guy from Pet Cemetery. Like, yeah, I'll go down that route. <laughs> I, I was going, I was going a little Andy Rooney route there. Um, Babs, <laughs> our uh, marketing uh, director, told me I needed to, you know, do something to really reach out to the youth. And I mean, what more than you know? Andy Rooney references critiquing critiquing the youth of these days. Yeah, man, that was and. Yeah, I agree. I agree with your hot takes and your Andy Rooney impression reaching youth. So, uh, great oh, job. Oh, you started okay. us on a great track. Thank you. Well, as well, usual. just a little bit of a spoiler, maybe. I don't think we've heard from Mr. Rooney for the last time tonight. But oh. before that, we've got some more youths to talk about. Uh, the youths in question, of course, are Beavis and Butthead. That's why we're here every week giving you the hot content you want. And this oh. week... I think, uh, don't make it, don't make it sexual dirty. than I no, wanted it to it's be. Just, no, it's just, that's, oh. Hot yeah, content? We, uh, well, I mean, anything can sound like cum if you, if you really try hard enough. But anyway, uh, this week, uh, some fun ones, I think, which is something I feel like I say every week. But you know what? That's, <laughs> it's, it's a good sign, I think. Uh, we talk... These are episodes where Beavis and Butthead attempt to get drunk. Uh, the episodes in question are Buy Beer and Dumbasses Anonymous. And um, I think it's time to start talking about these episodes, starting with Buy Beer. It aired March 7th, 1996. It was the 19th and final episode of Season 6, uh, written by Christopher Brown, Mike Judge, and Andy Rheingold. It was directed by Mike Judge and Yvette Kaplan. Um, I think something to note, too, this was the last episode to air before the release of Beavis and Butthead Do America. And it was also the last episode of the original run to feature original video commentaries. After this, for the final season, Mike Judge just started uh, repeating ones from old episodes. But uh, synopsis this time... Beavis and Butthead attempt to get drunk off non-alcoholic beer. Adam, what have you got to say about buy beer? I think that uh, synopsis is it's just a great synopsis for this show in general. Like it, it just. <laughs> I think this episode is uh, kind of just sums them up. Uh, but it starts off. They're watching TV, of course, and a commercial for the Edge beer brand um, comes on. And it's it clearly they state that it's non-alcoholic, 
but you can have all the fun and you don't have to be 21. And that's the only thing that Beavis and Butthead hear from that is you don't have to be 21. And then they see the chicks in bikinis come around the guys who are drinking the edge. Um, uh, did, did you notice who those guys were? I, no, I didn't. That, that flew right over my head. Didn't even it, pay attention. It was, it was the same guys who played uh, Finney and Frankie from Bloody Mess Behind the Wheel, which was the, the driver's <laughs> yes. ed video they yeah. watched in Safe Driving. But it was, yeah, it, it was absolutely them. <laughs> um, didn't know that. Great catch. Um, so the boys are going to go to uh, the convenience store and uh, they're going to purchase some, which initially the clerk... Um, I always forget his name. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. Does he have a name? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but they, he thinks it's beer, and uh, they say, that, I do like the line of, we left it in the truck when they, the clerk asked for their ID. He realizes that uh, it's at the edge and just said, oh, this is that pee water. I guess I can sell that crap to you. Um <laughs> So Beavis and Butthead take the beer, the non-alcoholic beer again, clearly non-alcoholic, behind uh, out towards a dumpster, and uh, I love that they called the clerk a dumbass for selling it to them, <laughs> even though the only part they caught in the commercial is you could buy it when you're under twenty one. Right. Right. Um, so uh, they take us. Beavis takes a spit, sip of it, spits it out. Butthead shows him how a man would drink it, and really struggles to keep down the sip he takes, which they both declared that they're drunk at that point. Um, lo and behold, a cop pulls up, and uh, Butthead does read the cop his Miranda rights, just saying you have the right to remain silent. The cop uh, gives him a sobriety test, which the boys can't pass because it's just doing general things um the classic of take your stand on one foot or hold your hold the finger on your nose and uh, i don't know what the other oh, close your eyes and touch your uh touch your nose beavis touches his nads of course Naturally. Naturally. Um, and uh then to recite the alphabet backwards is difficult i think in general yeah but i don't I, I, <laughs> we know beavis and butthead me. can't do it that always struck me as a weird one, like to say it backward. I mean, I, I, it's, I, I, I don't feel like I could not quickly. I, I'm I'd always have to think about it. Yeah, I'm guessing that they're just seeing if you're thinking about it and making an effort. You know, I mean, maybe. Yeah. But the the guys can't pass it, and as soon as uh, the cop is gonna haul him away, but then he realizes it's the edge beer that uh, <laughs> you guys aren't drunk. You're just stupid, which. Uh, <laughs> Is one of my think I think that's one of my favorite lines that's been uttered in the show. Honestly, it's it's, it's fantastic. Not just the line too, but he says it and then he just drops the beer and walks away without <laughs> saying anything else. Yeah, the whole reaction and it's uh, yeah, just good work by uh, Christopher Brown again. I feel like we've really hit on a lot of Christopher Brown voice work this year more so than we normally do. But yeah, I did just like just stupid. <laughs> just he, at that point, he was just done with them yep. episode ends um and, and the boys oh I, the, the episode doesn't end they want to they want to drink more beer to get to, they need to be drunk so they're going to drink more of the edge <laughs> but, uh, yeah that's uh, it was a fun one clay what'd you think uh yeah i i i like this one a lot um it starts off 
you know, something I've talked about a lot is my love of the butthead swagger. And we get that like instantly here because like, yeah, they show the ad, the edge ad and the, the narrator is like, do you like the taste of cold beer? And then just by the media, damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also love too that, I mean, first, yeah, he, he calls Beavis a wuss for wanting to drink with straws. <laughs> and then just, ah, I'll show you how a man drinks beer. And then you could tell just like, like all, you could tell he's like on the brink of throwing up. And he's like, that's good beer. And, um, <laughs> and this one, I think what I really like about this one is I don't know if we've ever had an episode that better showcases just how much their worldview is shaped by the media they consume and just how much that's kind of shaped the people they want to be. Like starting with this, yeah, the Edge ad, you mentioned it. But it's just, yeah, literally the uh, the Finney and Frankie guys sit down. They open a, a they just crack open cans. And yeah, these three lingerie clad women just start <laughs> clamoring all over them. Like almost something that could only exist in Beavis and Butthead's imagination yes. almost. And um yeah, you, you talked about it a little bit, but I love, too, when they try to buy it, and the the cashier initially just thinks it's beer. And Butthead just, uh, yeah, uh, oh, I got this. Uh, uh, we left our IDs in the truck. <laughs> what I love about that is he throws his voice, despite the fact that, one, he knows you don't need an ID from the commercial. <laughs> two, before that, he was already talking in his normal voice. <laughs> To the cashier who knows him. It's just just a ridiculous smoke and mirror show. And then um and then also too, like like when the cop comes, I love that Beavis makes a point to say that he's fit chased, which is clearly just something he's heard on TV. Um just <laughs> just all just so much of it is just, yeah, based on what they've seen on TV. And that, that to me is like really the, the strong suit of what I think really from the start is an episode that I, I'm pretty much all in on. Yeah, it's uh, there's little pieces like uh, like like you've hit on the, the butthead confidence and uh, the cops reaction to them is really perfect. I mean, that's how Beavis and Butthead should be handled. No one should waste mm -hmm. their time with them as soon as they figure out. These guys are a couple of complete morons. They should be disregarded in almost every aspect. And and I like too because it's it's really such just like a tricky act to make like their stupidity work this way without it feeling like dumb and contrived. But yes, they are literally stupid enough that what you could pass them off as drunk, <laughs> even when they're not, which is was the case here. And um, well, one thing to point out too, like a little. Uh, personal story here is relating to this uh, adam as you know like um i don't drink and um oh, like, here we the, go yeah, well adam. yeah i know there, there Listener are some alert here some some, some audience members out yeah, okay yes like i know people are like oh does clay think he's better than us and uh, no i know i am because um i like i've always said you can't get into heaven by sipping on lucifer's elixir but um i i think one thing that helped me learn that lesson was when I was a kid, I stayed at my grandma's house and she had non-alcoholic beer. I think it was O'Doul's. Yeah, O'Doul's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember, you know, just kind of doing the whole, hey, can I have a beer kind of thing? And she said, yeah, it's non-alcoholic. You can drink it, but you're going to hate it. 
And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, I'll show you, Grandma. And I took a drink, and it was repulsive. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, so, so, well, I mean, she's been dead since 1996. But, you know, if she's listening in the cosmos, <laughs> thanks, so Grandma what? Betty, for for that lesson. But uh, so, but I think you got, what's your opinion of non-alcoholic beer, Adam? Um, I don't think I've ever tried it. Um, you know, I enjoy beer. It's been an acquired taste for me as I got I, I, in college. And I think this is an area where you and I could do personally differ from Beavis and Butthead. I, I, you could put us into the dweeb or nerd category. Uh, neither one of us really saw the appeal, I think, in high school. Um, in college, you know, you, you, you everybody's exposed to it, I think, a little more if you go on that route. But even then, I, I didn't really enjoy beer. Beer's kind of gross until... You know, you you force yourself to like it. Even then, like O'Doul's and Miller Lite is still pretty nasty. So, yeah. um, but in, in our defense, our two point three GPAs weren't going to maintain <laughs> themselves. So, I mean, yes. yeah, the, the the beer would have just knocked knocked us off track. Um, but uh, so hey, yeah, we, we were eligible to play sports. We uh, we played. So, yeah, we, we, yeah, so we had our priorities straight, darn we, it. We, yeah, absolutely, we did. Um, but, uh, so yeah, really fun episode. Um, and here we are, the last, like I said, the last block of original videos until the show was revived in 2011. This time we have a four parter, Stars by Hum, Shave My Face Off by MIRV. Piss Bottle Man by Mike Watt and Parlor Games by Six Fingers Satellites. Adam, what do you got here? Did you guys, did you call this block a four farter? Uh, I <laughs> not intentionally, but I'll listen back and I hope I really did. I don't think you did, but it'd be funny <laughs> if you did. Yeah, it, 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 I, yeah, I'm I'm laughing. The hum, <laughs> the hum stars, hum stars. It was really odd. That was so quick, like. The yeah. video was like five seconds long, which the boys were excited about because if it, it sucks, but at least it was short. Um, is it M-I-R-V or is it Merv? Uh, uh, I mean, there's periods between every letter, so I, I'm guessing that stands for something. Uh, spit take. Uh, a butthead was impressed with Beavis's ability to spit take. Um, on the Mike Watt piss bottle, man... The guys really liked this video simply from the standpoint of there's piss mentioned in it. But mm -hmm. Beavis insisted on keeping that video on until P was thrown out the window. Um, also, I, I wanted to uh, get to this, Clay. Are Beavis and Butthead too woke? Because <laughs> Butthead chastised uh beavis for calling them mexicans for referring to mexicans as mexicans and he said you had to refer to them as his spandex but um <laughs> even in moments of like political correctness they're just so dumb that's that's one of my favorite things is i mean i i mean i i do want to like you know insult them for you know their their wokeness because you know Nothing more agitating. Get won't go broke, I say. But oh, yeah. one of my favorite. I I love when somebody's trying to be, like, 
holier than thou and then in the process they say something that's even more offensive that's like one of my favorite sort of subsects of comedy um so yeah i'm, I'm all for jokes of that caliber his spandex yeah, that's, yeah yeah um six figure satellites uh beavis kind of went on an off-screen tirade i think you would have enjoyed an on-screen tirade but uh, an off-screen tirade that video made him so upset so uh yep videos were fine mm. yeah yeah, I kind yeah. of, I did, I, I love, yeah, the, the start, right w when the, the hum video starts and you just hear buttheads, oh, <laughs> yeah. followed by Beavis at, just, rather, is it normal for the inside of your bunghole to itch? <laughs> um, MIRV, I'm sorry ahead. to interrupt, I, I'm with you, I wrote down O as well, I never get tired of them being like truly disgusted in a video. I yeah, ab absolutely. Um, yeah, MIRV kind of weirdly tied in because Beavis sees a guy in a recliner in a beer, in a recliner with a beer in his hand, basically decides, yeah, that's all I need out of life, even if I don't score, even though he acknowledges that would have sucked. But yeah, there's a really tied, tied in well to the episode we just watched. And then Mike Watt, I enjoy them making the Mike Hunt joke, but then basically realizing they don't understand why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also shout out, you know, she was on here last week, but I remember in her first episode, uh, a friend of the show, Sarah Hill, referenced how she was jealous of men because they could pee in a bottle easily um, and, and females didn't, which I, actually a, a rejoinder to that that I didn't, because I was critical of her for saying that, and I think because usually when I buy plastic bottles, it's 20 ounces, and I always I always kind of criticize her for saying how impractical it was, because I was always thinking, because you know how narrow the uh, the entrance is, but like Gatorade bottles, there are plenty that would give you the support, so uh, a, a, a how belated wide apology. How is your Oh, uh, no, but like if you're dry, come on, if you're driving, you're telling me it's going to be easy to pee into a 20-ounce soda just, bottle? I know, I'd probably just pull over, maybe. Well, yeah, and then, well, this is kind of, basically, I'm having my argument with her with you right now, so that, that, that no, no good can come from that. And yeah, Six Finger Satellites, I just kind of noticed, yeah, was that, was Mike Judge just checked out at that point? Because this was the last video they did, and yeah, Beavis just went into the. He got so upset that the <laughs> yes. video had a message that he just went into the kitchen and kind of threw a mini tantrum. Now, um, update, Merv. It doesn't stand for anything. Uh, just the the lead singer and guitarist nickname was Merv. Oh. <laughs> Is this some of the like FFA bullshit to go back to oh, high school? You know, it could be. It yeah, doesn't stand for Future Farmers of America. It doesn't stand anything. <laughs> Screw you, ag kids! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, and that's, anyway. That's a hot take coming from a kid where he grew up in high school in the middle of a cornfield. Yeah. I, a tractor hey, to school day. I, I was a corn-roguing crew leader, so I've been in the belly of the beast, and I know. <laughs> Get him out of there. But... I think, unless you have anything, any other pearls of wisdom to lay on the listeners, Adam? Nah, that we Merv one break? was as good as I had, so All right, let's take well a break. then, we will be right back with our discussion of Dumbasses Anonymous. 
those stories and Andy Rooney tonight on Buff, Code, and Beaver. Back with more Buff, Code, and Beaver. And Adam, I don't want to dwell too much on the way kids behave these days, but it has to be said. If these fry-brain nincompoops spent less time double-clicking websites and more time double-checking their fractions homework, there may never have even been a coronavirus. And with World War III seemingly on the brink, would it be to our benefit to bring back the draft so we can finally extract something useful out of these dipshits? This reporter says yes. It's like Andy Rooney's come back from the dead. Is he dead? He's dead. Yes, he did. Yeah. Can I? And just side note, this the reason I was kind of on an Andy Rooney kit like recently. I don't like to like you know I don't like to throw out that I'm a I'm an intellectual you know, but occasionally I enjoy listening to the podcast Come Town, okay, and yes. um, they recently referenced this old clip of Andy Rooney talking about bottled water that I'd seen before. But the whole thing is just like, it's just talking about how stupid people are for buying and like even making a point that women buy more. And like the whole thing was, I'm going to fill up this water bottle from this fountain and sell it to the dumb broads on this floor, basically. Like couldn't have aged more poorly. But then I like went through the comments and like one of the top ones, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was something like, you know, Andy had a surplus of what a lot of people are lacking these days. Common sense. It's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. If you're if you're content drinking dirty ass tap, well, yeah. Tell the people of Flint, Michigan, that bottled water is no good. Oh, commentary. <laughs> I, I, I bottled water is like a uniquely, well, not uniquely, but I. Well, now you're more worldly than me. Now uh, abroad was bottled water as big as it is here. I mean. Uh, you know, it's been 10 years since I traveled overseas, so I don't really remember, I guess. I will say, uh, you know, to be a little xenophobic, the way they serve soda at restaurants sucks. They don't let you do the refills, so fuck you, England. America's number one. Well, yep. um, Well, anyway, now Adam's going to talk about the truly American tradition of alcoholism. (laughs) God, this social commentary is Biting, Adam. Tell yes. Tell us about Dumbasses Anonymous. It episode it. (laughs) Season seven, seven, episode seven. It aired February seventh. We've got triple sevens. Make that four in nineteen ninety seven. Um, I I guess it would have been better had it aired on July seventh, but uh, anyway. Uh, Beavis and Butthead attend an AA meeting to deal with their own alcohol problems, i.e. the problems they have getting booze. Clay, what do you got? Well, first off, side note, one thing I noticed, uh, the writers of this episode, it was uh, Christopher Brown, Mike Judge, and uh, Ethan Cohen. I want to say, first of all, it's not Ethan Cohen of the Cohen brothers. It's a different guy. I initially thought there's another Ethan Cohen who wrote... The Garfield the movies. Garfield movies. And I remember Bill Murray signed on to do those because he thought it was Ethan Cohen from the Cohen brothers. But it was another guy who also was not the guy who wrote this episode. There were three working Ethan Cohens in Hollywood. Now, is this Eaton or Ethan? I mean, it is E-T-A-N. I, I, I'm going to say Ethan because 
Eaton just sounds stupid, but he did work on King of the Hill, and uh, so he's a longtime Mike Judge collaborator. But uh, and Men in Black Three. Oh, so. somewhat. Some might argue the best Men in Black. Yeah, I. Won't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know either. But uh, all right. Anywho, Dumbasses Anonymous. Uh, this starts off with an alcoholic coming to speak uh, to the boys in Butthead, or just to Buzzcut's class. And uh, this was pointed out to us uh, by loyal listener Ben Simon on Facebook recently that uh, Dennis, the alcoholic speaker, is the same guy who booked Metallica featuring (laughs) Beavis and Nuthead in Garage Band. And he theorized, like, um, you know, oh, what happened to that episode drove Beavis and, or like, it drove him to alcohol. But. Uh, that actually doesn't track because this one actually aired before Garage Band. This was season seven. Garage Band was episode twenty-five. So really, knowing that and what happens here kind of makes him less sympathetic for what he did for booking them in Garage Band, right? I think so. Yeah, that's a great catch, though. Yeah. I, well, I was ready to theorize on that too, but I just kind of yeah looked it up. But no, it's uh, uh they 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 aired out of order. But either way. Before he talks, I mean, we just get some more classic buzz cut put downs. <laughs> well, like, I mean, this, I mean, this guy, he's just a dumpy looking dude with like visible man tits. Clear, I mean, look, looks like a guy who probably abused alcohol. And I love that Buzzhead, like he's saying that it's my hope that when you meet our guest today, his disgusting, repulsive physical condition will be enough for you to stay sober. And like. You know, we started off like with an Anderson spotlight. We did a Van Driesen one. We got a buzz, uh, a McVicker one coming eventually. I've thought about doing a buzz cut one, but man, it's just this. If you just give him like 30 seconds of uninterrupted time to talk, just the way he, I, I love when he gets the, because. Just the, the no filter put down. Like, this guy is doing him a favor. <laughs> can't help but tell him how disgusting he looks. It's great. We haven't had a buzz cut episode in a while, so it was nice to, it was a nice breath of fresh air. Uh, good to see his flat top on the screen again. Yeah, yeah abs- and just, oh, his just m- missile-like put downs are just, they're so It good. didn't affect Dennis, though. No, oh, no, completely. <laughs> That's such a great scene. But, um, you know, despite Buzzcut's warnings, though, uh, Beavis and Butthead think Dennis is cool. <laughs> Specifically, <And> he looks. <laughs> this guy looks yep, cool. Yep, yep. And, I couldn't um, imagine a more average-looking guy. I know. But it's uh, they, they sensed something in him, I guess. And um, they, they followed him to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, which, yeah, because they thought that was going to be a place where they could, you know, score some beer. And this is another one, I think, where we get some nice, well-written sort of misunderstandings that don't seem contrived because, like, um, you know, I've never been to an Alcanon meeting or anything, but I'm guessing it's awfully supportive of, like, people. So, like, when they hear Beavis and Butthead, you know, 15 years old talking about, you know, oh, we want beer. I just like, that. oh, yeah, I understand, man. I, I, I started young, too. <laughs> And then, of course, they're taken in with the guy who uh, talks about his experience where my whole life was just beer and chicks, beer and chicks. 
just... they're admiring him. You know what I mean? They, oh, oh, absolutely. Their admiration isn't uh, doesn't translate to these guys. And that's more just like, you know, media they've taken in because they know that's what they think is supposed to be cool. And then, you know, eventually they talk about beer enough and we get no, just I also really love, you know, the talk came about. Let's stop all this whining and go get some cold ones. And then I love Beavis just like he just talked about, yeah, beer. Pure and cold as a mountain stream, filtered for that cold taste. <laughs> just clearly, just more stuff he's seen on TV, passing it his own experience, and then um, it leads to disaster. Yeah, the guys leave and they go to a bar. They get legitimately fit chased, except you know Beavis and Butthead, who you know are at the bar trying to talk, and the bartender just won't give them anything. And this is one. Like overall, well, I think it's it's very funny. Like I guess sort of message wise or whatever, I've always gone a little back and forth on because the ending is rough because it's you know <laughs> it's a group of alcoholics, you know, like we're seeing them all fall off the wagon hard at the same time, and it's very easy for me to see people getting turned off by that. Cause it's very, it, it does have like a, like a real cringe factor, but you know, I kind of thought like I'm really watching it this time. I think I really kind of settled in that I'm, I'm okay with it, even though it's dark because it's something like we've talked about, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, I mean, this is a satire and it is a very dark satire and kind of an unflinching one. And I don't know if I've said this on the show. I think I said it in an episode we didn't air. If this is a repeat, I'm sorry. But like one thing I always compare it to is South, or at least older South Park. I don't, I don't think they do it anymore. But like the big thing was they'd always end it like they'd have the your character be like, you know, I learned something today. Like, and they'd have the big strings and the maudlin music, and that worked on South Park because South Park had smart characters like surrounded, you know, in this world, like of like constant stupidity, they had people who were smart and perspective and, and did have good perspective. But this is one where I feel like it's hard to go all the way with it, but they did because Beavis and Butthead are not like, they're both too stupid and too arrogant to ever like realize they have to learn a lesson. So even if it is kind of, I don't know, like there's, there's, a, there's a little kind of icky element to it. I do like that they went all the way with it. And they're not like deliberately malicious too, which I think helps. Because, you know, to go back to an older episode, uh, when we talked about Crisis Line, uh, that one ended with them taking a, like a call from a girl who was suicidal and like telling her, shut up, and then... Calling, hanging up to like dial like a phone sex. That one was kind of like that. It's hard to argue they weren't being deliberately mean. Sure. And like this one, I do think it it is kind of tough. I I don't know why anybody would be listening to this show if they didn't already watch Beavis and Butthead. But if you do, don't make this <laughs> your first episode. Don't make this the first episode you watch because it could turn it off. But I think it overall. I, I do. I like it, even though part of me thinks it's kind of hard to like. And we do get the nice cherry on top of Beavis and Butt or Butthead saying to the alcoholic, someday we're going to be like you, like with genuine pride in <laughs> yes. their voice, while these guys are ruining their lives. I, um, 
one, I really hope somebody got three seasons, seven episodes in and has never watched an episode of the show. I really... <laughs> I mean that that sound that, that that's good on us, I guess. But um, you know, I I think I removed myself. Like the suicide one, I first me did hit a different note. This one, I didn't get those same cringy vibes, honestly, because I think it's so far fetched that these guys would have been able to persuade these <laughs> entire group that has been mm-hmm. clean. Um, just by reciting a few lines. Maybe it was just so far-fetched for me that I can remove myself for it. And to go back to the crude route, the guy's burp at the end was one of the best realistic burp sound effects in television history. It was like a bark. It was just a good, crisp, barky burp. And uh, that did it for me. So I thought it was funny. You might even say. (laughs) so it wasn't it wasn't a warm beer burp it was a cold smooth from a river on a mountaintop crisp burp um yeah i totally uh i felt bad for dr steve you know dr steve had uh put a lot into that group and to for them to be so easily swayed uh i felt bad for him but yeah, I, I get what you're saying though. Like those, all those guys just yeah, screw it. Uh, one, I, I love the line of "I can have one and stop," right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's uh, uh, um, obviously you know he's not going to be able to do that. So man, you've really put a damper on me, making me think harder about this clay. But man, that's, you said you were an intellectual, so yeah, that's uh, a again like I. And it, I, I, I hope I don't. I didn't sound like particularly critical because I really do like the episode, and I do like that. I mean, it, it is like that's something that I've always admired that Mike Judge, who I mean, he's clearly a smart guy, and he's done stuff that you know, more like intellectual crowds have grasped to. That he always, I always love that he had the courage to just say, "This is the show, and if you don't like it, fuck you," basically. And um, it, even, even though that. Like I can see people being put off by this, but I'm glad. But it, it it's also admirable that you know it really shows that he's wasn't willing to pull any punches. One criticism I will though, talking about Doctor Steve, I mean the the look, the voice. I mean he was clearly the exact same person as Highland High School guidance counselor Dick Gaylord from the <laughs> later season seven episode, The Future of Beavis and Butthead. So yeah, I, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. Well, um, I tell you what, it wasn't Eaton Cohen. I'm calling him Eaton. Oh, that's and he right. he also wrote some hard hitting stuff, Clay. Um, on top of Men in Black Three, Madagascar Two, Escape Africa, and Holmes and Watson, the really oh, yeah. highly he, regarded Holmes. Oh and yes, Watson. that beloved comedy. Uh, did you see Holmes and Watson? No, I, I did not. Uh, also uh, wrote the screenplay for Get Hard. So, and Tropic Thunder, though. Tropic Thunder's highly regarded. But. Yeah. What was... Oh, is that the Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart movie? Yes, it was. It oh, was. Well, well, I mean, this episode was pretty good, so... And he wrote for King of the Hill, so... There's... And Recess. He's your guy now. Oh, well, it, man, oh, Two man, episodes a... of Recess. That's, uh... Well, I guess I can't even say... Oh, that's, a. Uh... 
hit and miss because I haven't seen all the stuff that just looked bad. But you know what? Yeah, I'll... I'll, I'll just focus on the good there with Ethan Cohen. Now he he wrote it as Ethan Cohen, and Beavis and Butthead he went by Ethan. Okay. So it wasn't until recess that he went by Eaton. Same year, nineteen ninety seven. Look at that, Ethan Eaton Cohen, whatever it is. We didn't even need out. eight months off to do this kind of research. Good <laughs> work, right. Adam. Thank you. Oh, videos. Sorry. Yes. Transitioning. Segwaying. <laughs> Into videos. A one spot. Yes. Or a one farter, as you would say. As, um, as yes, as I say in your imagination. Helium, Pat's trick. Um any any uh anything that moved you? Yeah, I like well first this is uh it's a repeat. First appeared in season five, episode forty six, Spanish Fly. Um this it was almost a different approach. They were almost basically kind of doing like an R-rated vaudeville routine. That's I said it was actually the worst who's on first ever. <laughs> but I mean, but it's yeah, because it starts like there's a woman dragging a hoe behind her, and Beavis like, what is that? But it says it's a hoe. And Beavis, like, I know, but what's that thing she's dragging behind her? <laughs> really, it just it's. I got a soft spot for like you know stupid stuff like that. I really I I know it's dumb, but I I did chuckle, and then I also chuckled too because they had a discussion because you know they're talking about words and phrases with different meanings. One, the one butthead came up with was choking your chicken because you could have a pet chicken that you literally <laughs> choke to death, but could also be you know choking your chicken, and then Beavis is like. How about hey? How about masturbating? <laughs> but uh, that doesn't work, Beavis. Like, yeah, it does. I do it all the time. <laughs> it's, yes, it it's was... so so idiotic. But, yeah, but, it um... was very dumb. <laughs> but at explaining what the the bit was, it was a it was a good one farter. Shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to get hassled for something. I'm 95% sure I didn't say. But uh, anyway, Adam, what's the best episode? Oh, man. I'm torn here, Clay. And What are I... you, Natalie Imbruglia? Oh, man, that's a great one-hit <laughs> one. One of the best ever. Um, Pat Burp at the end of Dumbasses Anonymous. I really good. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> um, you know, I, I am. I'm, it's going to be upset. It was the buzzer beater. Uh, I'm going to say, you know, that uh, buy beer was was on top the whole game. And then out of nowhere, a Hail Mary with that belch at the end did it for me. I'm going dumbasses anonymous. Oh, okay. that's a, <clears throat> I think this is a, another instance where we're mentioning how how proud your dad would be that you used, uh, you know, a gaseous release as a tiebreaker. <laughs> yes. Um, I do like Dumbasses anonymous quite a bit. And, you know, like I said, I do like and admire that they, they had the guts to go all the way with a pretty unsavory storyline, but there's just so much good about buy beer. I mean, like I said, when you, I, the as soon as Butthead responded like damn straight to that, that <laughs> about if he liked cold beer, I was pretty much hook line and sinker, and it stayed steady the whole way. And um, I I think it is 
one of the best episodes displaying their personalities. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, I like both of them. But, yeah, that, that that's the winner for me. All righty, man. So uh, I want to let everyone know that I don't need your direction to wrap this up. I can just mm-hmm. go ahead and tell people how to get a hold of us. You can go to Facebook and search Buff Code and Beaver. Um, or Pod? You can, oh, well. I think <laughs> oh, look at this arrogance biting you right it in the really old satchel. I'm sorry. And then uh, you can tweet us at Butthole and Joe or email us at buffcodeandbeaverpod at gmail.com. Clayton, you've got next week's episodes right in front of you. Um, no, I don't. I took a guess. I, don't know. I think I do here. Um, yes, this is always subject to change. As you uh, as you put in the notes here, I appreciate the professionalism. You but got it, uh, man. babysitting and substitute uh, beavis and butter are foolishly trusted by misguided people. So we're looking forward to that, Clayton. I appreciate your time this week. Right back at you, my man. It's a pleasure as always. We need a better outro. That's all there is to it. We gotta come up with something. I'm trying to keep it short because I've started editing these and I have to listen to myself at the end. (laughs) It is serious rambling. But we appreciate you at home, the listeners. So, uh, goodbye until next week. talking about today class is alcohol it's my hope that when you meet our guest today his disgusting